Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign-on bonus. 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's MyBookie.ag, code NEXTROUND. All right, time to talk some basketball. Stephen Pearl going to join us in just one second. The Auburn Associate Head Coach with us now on the JohnstonRVCenter.com hotline. Apologies for the delay there, Coach. Hope you're doing well today. All good, fellas. How you guys doing? Doing awesome. Thanks a lot. Um, I know it was a disappointing loss. Your uh, BP did not like it being characterized as a demoralizing loss. Uh, so can you also comment on that? You know, the, the it was just – you caught Kentucky on a really, really good night. Yeah, I mean, that – if they played like that every night, you know, with that effort and that energy, you know, that they'd be a lot better than 18 and seven right now. Um, you know, obviously, uh, just looking at their film from this year, like, you know, they haven't played that inspired all year and credit to them for really turning it on these last two games. You know, we, we caught them at a bad time. Um, you know, they, uh, they guarded at a different level than they had been all season. If they continue to do that, they're going to continue to win games because if you just look at that roster, you know, they have, six or seven guys that are NBA players on that roster, and we may have one. So, um, you know, hats off to them. They came in and played really hard. You know, it's just a matter of if they can consistently do that game in and game out. You know, obviously their their results will yield much more positive than what they've been. So, uh, but with all that being said, you know, we we held a team that averages 90 points a game to 70. Uh, So defensively, I thought we did a pretty good job of guarding them, uh, keeping them out of transition, turned the ball over a little too much, but, like we've talked about week in and week out, you know, when we miss wide open shots, we're going to have a hard time winning basketball games. And, you know, if you four for 22 from three and, you know, looking the, watching the film multiple times, you know, I would say of the 18 misses, 10 of them were, no one was within a couple of feet of our guys. So our guys have got to step up and make those shots for us to win big games like that. Hey, uh, the sad reality when a major piece of a team goes down with an injury, uh, the automatic fan reaction is, oh my God, our season is over. Um, but when you guys are, and, and obviously Jalen, the situation isn't as bad with the injury. It looks like he's going to be able to come back. But initially, it looked like it could be really bad. And when a player goes down, uh, the perspective of a teammate, a coach, what is that initial feeling when you see that and you think this guy could be done for the year? Yeah, I mean, you don't really have time to let that set in until after the game. So, like, while we're in the heat of the moment, it's about trying to figure out who we want to put in next, what the rotations look like, what adjustments do we have to make with Jalen not being in the lineup for this game. Um, so, it, in the moment, unless you, like, know for a fact that, you know, obviously he's out for the year, like, you don't really, like, worry about that in those situations. You kind of just have to get on to the next play. Um, so, you know, obviously it was a huge hit for us because, you know, he goes up, um, you know, tries to make that play obviously gets fouled, um, should have been at the line for two free throws, and Kentucky then proceeds to go on a 9-2 run. So it really kind of sucked all the energy out of the building, you know, when that happened. There were multiple swings in that game that kind of didn't go our way, but that was a big one um, because, you know, obviously uh, two free throws right there, I think, would have cut it to five or to three. And, you know, we had had a little momentum going, and then Kentucky, you know, was able to kind of seize momentum moving forward. So, you know, obviously we have a ton of confidence in Chaney Johnson to be able to step in to those minutes and, and finish the game. And, you know, I think the biggest thing is our, our depth's been our biggest strength this year. Um, and it's something that's going to have to carry us while, while Jalen's out. You know, obviously I'm thrilled for Jalen because, you know, he's such an amazing kid and he's contributed so much to this program that, you know, that's not a season ending, but even like a, you know, a six or eight month deal to where after the season he's not able to at least get ready for the next level. So, you know, obviously – 
the news that we got out of his MRI couldn't have been any better. You know, obviously would love to have him back this year, but more so just thankful that it wasn't more serious than what it actually was. A few more moments with Stephen Pearl, associate head coach, Auburn basketball on the johnstonrvcenter.com hotline. So with all that said, good time or bad time for the midweek bye, do you think? I mean, good time just because, you know, if you, if you look at, you look at our last eight, like we've played six quad one games in our last eight. And just to like put that in perspective, Kentucky's played four, of their last eight in conference and Tennessee, Alabama, Florida, and South Carolina have played three quad one games in their last eight games. So, you know, we're, we've played twice as many quad one opportunities as, as four of the teams, four of the five teams that we're competing with at the top of our league. So we, we just went through a ridiculous gauntlet of a schedule. Um, and, you know, South Carolina, who was ranked 11th at the time, wasn't even a quad one game. Um, so seven of our eight last eight games have been just, you know, pretty ridiculous. So, you know, our guys needed a time to kind of obviously, um, get healthy, rest up a little bit and get prepared for the next one. But, you know, unfortunately Jalen getting hurt, you know, that, that obviously hurts us a lot, but for it to happen on a bye week it at least gives you another couple days to, you know, mess with lineups and figure out who we're going to play behind Cheney and how we're going to do that. So it, it happened at a good time considering the circumstances because it allows us a little more time as coaches to prepare for what it's going to look like without Jay Will these next five games. You know, Stephen, every time we have you on or we have Nate Oates or Andy Kennedy, you guys are always looking at your sheet next to you. And analytics and metrics have become so important in the game. And if you go back to when your dad was, even at Tennessee, I don't think they were nearly what they are right now. Um how much more beneficial is it to have that right there? Yeah, no, I mean, it, it helps because it, it paints a picture for, for us or for me as a coach uh, just to understand, you know, what, you know, obviously what we've been doing and what's been effective, what's not been effective. And, you know, I think, you know, the film and the numbers just don't lie. So it's it's really, you know, been a big part of, you know, what we do day in and day out. And it really helps us kind of explain to our kids, you know, how to prepare and how to beat opponents. But, yeah, like when, when I was at Tennessee, like it was just the box score, you know, <laughs> who scored the most <laughs> points and who scored less points and, you know, figure it out from there. But, uh, you know, Coach Golden at Florida was the one that kind of got me involved and really into the deep dive analytics. And we've kind of been bought into it ever since. And it just kind of helps us get prepared for, for games and obviously explain to our guys, you know, what we have to do to be successful. And, you know, obviously uh, what has hurt us uh, game in and game out when we've had some of our tougher stretches. Is there an analytical trend you're most proud of or one that disappoints you or, or upsets you the most? I mean, I would say that the biggest thing for us has just been, you know, minus the Florida game, like our defensive effort, you know, has been what's kept us in games. Um, you know, you look at our, our three, three of our road losses or three of our losses in conference play, you know, Alabama, Mississippi State, Kentucky, like we guarded pretty well in all three of those games and at least gave us a chance to, to hang in there and be in those games. The only, the only game that we didn't play well and, yeah, I just talked to Coach Golden on the phone and he was saying, you know, we just, we played our best game of the year, you guys, when we played them at Florida. You know, for the most part, though, our defense has kept us in games. So that's probably what I'm most proud of. We're fourth in the country in defensive efficiency. But obviously, the the one stat that you know uh, we're most disappointed in is is our is our shooting uh, in games that we've lost games. And you know, we we looked at how we constructed this roster in the off season, and you know, we brought in guys that you know are capable of going and beating South Carolina by 40 uh at home and then obviously having games where we we struggle to shoot the ball so we just got to find a little more consistency from three um it's not like last year's team where it just kind of wasn't there throughout the season like we've shown games where you know making double digit threes is is a pretty you know pretty easy task 
and then we'll have games where we just, you know, we don't shoot it very well. So um, we got to find a way to be a little more consistent in our three-point shooting and being able to knock down open shots. So if you're keeping score at home, you've caught Florida's best game and Kentucky's best game is, is what is what we think here. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think, you know, it may not have been Kentucky's best game, but it was their by far their best effort of the year. Yeah. And anyone that sits down and watches basketball, you know, will we'll tell you that. Like, they played inspired. They were, you know, they were like they, they, they played like they had to win that game. And I don't think our guys didn't play that way. I think our guys played really hard in that game. But, you know, I think uh, two of our four losses in conference play, like, you know, we, we probably got their best shot. But that's what's going to happen, you know, when you're ranked, uh, when you're at the top of the league. You know, Alabama and, and South Carolina experienced it with us, most certainly, when we, when we beat them by 40. Kentucky experiences it pretty much every night. Um, so that's just that's just life, you know, being ranked and, you know, obviously, you know, being one of the, t- the better teams in your league is you're, you're going to get the other team's best shot. So, um, you know, you can't get too high. You can't get too low in this league because, you know, some of our some of the other teams in our league are fixing to find out because they have some tough stretches coming up here pretty soon as well. That it's just it's just really hard to win games, and um, you know, you're going to get your opponent's best shot when you're when you're around the top of the league. Five o'clock SEC Network tip for uh, Auburn at Georgia there in Athens Saturday. Coach, thank you very much for the time. We'll see you next week. All right, fellas, appreciate you. All right, take, take care. That is Coach Stephen Pearl, the associate head coach of the Auburn Tigers, joins us this time each week. We greatly appreciate him doing that.